you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons limited series. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to Lightkeeper Protocol, a podcast about our journey through Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West. I am Jared, but you can call me Ja, and I am here with Christina, also known as Pop-Tart. Hello. And I'd like to welcome any new listeners as well as welcome any returning listeners. Thank you guys very much for taking the time to check out Lightkeeper Protocol. And uh, we love to hear what you have to say about the show and about the game. So please join us on our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. So, this is our first episode for Horizon Forbidden West. There's no need to recap because we <laughs> finished everything last time. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's, we've just been, it's been a little longer than we expected to get this episode out. I'll say, you know, about a few days extra, but we have been uh, knee deep in Horizon Forbidden West since it launched. Like, I, I, I started that night. I started at midnight when it when it came out. No way. You know what's funny is I was like, I'm going to stream this as soon as I can. And it was, uh, I don't know, 4 p.m.-ish when I went to play it. And I swear to God, I had it downloaded and I went to play it. And I opened, it had two options on the screen. I opened the deluxe option first to see like the stuff that was in there. And I was like, okay, cool. Close that. Went to open the other one. The other box was gone. Uh-huh. I don't know if it deleted itself or what. So I had to re-download the game. Uh, oh, that's right. Because I do remember going to your channel to see you play. And then you were playing like Pokemon playing, or something like that? I was like playing that? Genshin. Oh, <laughs> Genshin. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that was my pivot game. <laughs> yeah. But you did eventually get started that day once you re-downloaded it. Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. I played for until probably two in the morning. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I man, I started playing it at midnight. I so I I've already bought the game twice. I bought the digital deluxe version just so I could have it. I pre-ordered the Regala Regala edition at Best Buy a week or two before the game came out because you know, and I'll say like this, I wasn't sure if they'd actually have it because if you went on the Best Buy website, you were unable to pre-order it. If I, I went, I actually went to a GameStop to pre-order it and they're like, oh no, we can't pre-order Regala edition. That was only like for a few days and it sold out. You're not going to be able to get one. It's going to be impossible. That's what they told me. So I was in Best Buy looking for like something else. And then I just thought to go ask at customer service if I could pre-order it. And the guy pulls it up. He's like, yeah, we could pre-order that. And I was like, and it's going to be here on the day the game comes out. He's like, yeah, it'll be here. <laughs> you know, give me the right and I'm like, are you sure? He's like, well, he said, the system says I can get it. I can get it. So he's like, how much do you want to put down? I was like, I'll put $5 down because if it doesn't come in, I don't want to have to refund $250. Or so actually, it's $260, I think. I was like, I don't want to have to refund that. And so I, I later on that day, I finally head out to Best Buy to pick it up. Still not 100% believing that I'm going to get it. And I get there, I hand him paperwork. He's like, he looks it up. He says, oh, yeah, it's here. So I'm like, okay, cool. And he goes back and get it. 
he is gone for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's, they didn't get it. The system is wrong. They actually didn't get it. Uh, so he finally comes out with the box. He's like, yeah, sorry about that. They didn't put it where they were supposed to. <laughs> I'm like, wow, they actually, they actually had it. So I want to give a shout out to Best Buy because, and because what they did clearly is they had stock of it and they kept the stock for the stores as opposed to allowing it online. That's what they did. So I shout out to Best Buy for doing that. If more retailers did that with like the PS5, more people would have PS5s. Yeah, I agree. I PS5s are different, but especially with my time at GameStop, there is a lot of special editions that you could not order online. However, there were the opposite where you could only order it online, but you could only order it online through our terminal. So you would have to come in and pre-order it online, pay in full, and then it would come to our store. So they do, uh, they yeah. do weird stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like if I was like, I was like, if, if there was any chance I was gonna get it, the five, the fact that I put five dollars down probably killed it. But now they they delivered it to the store. The box was huge, by the way. The, the money box makes, was huge. Wait, how how big? If if you're saying it's huge, it has to be huge. I mean, the box has to be close to two feet tall. Wow, that's a that's a big box. That is a big box. It's it's maybe it's almost as tall as my dog. <laughs> like so, the box is like really big. Huh. Uh, and first of all, I did not realize what that was named after. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, well, not in a little bit today, but like you know, in the show. But it came with some cool stuff. Um, one of the reasons I wanted it was because it came with like a focus. What I did not realize, because I think you even asked me before, is the mm -hmm. focus wearable? I was like, no, the focus isn't wearable. One, the focus is wearable. Two, it lights up. <laughs> it, and it's, it's ar right yeah i wish yeah you know <laughs> i the one thing i did think that was funny is that it comes with a steel book for the game disc but guess what does not come with the <laughs> with game the special disc. edition exactly it only comes with digital codes that's what so actually, that's what happened with I, I don't know about this box because i don't have it yet but the pre-order for the final fantasy 14 boxes it's a digital game but I always got the special edition boxes and it always comes with the game box, but a code inside. Right. So what I'm going to do eventually is I'm going to, well, probably a year from now, maybe two years from now, I'm going to go find it in a used games bin somewhere, Horizon Forbidden West, and just buy that and then put the game disc in there so I can have it. Smart. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it comes with the Tremor Tusk, which that is also huge. I can't even put it with my other stuff. I'm going to have to buy a new table to put to place it on. What? The Tremor Tusk is huge. You <laughs> like, need to yeah, take like, a picture of it next to something that I could reference, like a game case. Put that metal case yeah, next to it. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll once Because I, I have to put it together, too. I still haven't put it together. It's still sitting in the box because... I don't have any place to put it. Actually, the box itself is part of the set piece for the uh, the Tremor Tusk. Oh, is it like back a uh, background, like a backdrop? Yeah, it has a background and yeah, a backdrop. So once I get, I'm gonna have to find a place to put all that together. Yeah, same you thing know, with my Final Fantasy 14 figure. I just have nothing but Final Fantasy 14 figures. Sorry, I'm just gonna keep uh, referencing to that. If you're a collector and you're a really, really big fan of Horizon, it's a nice, it's a nice addition to have. It really is. So. I am enjoying it. But if you just want the game, like the in-game stuff that comes with it, you just buy the digital deluxe edition. And then that's it. So 
I did that. And I mean, I don't even know what it came with. The reason I, yeah, I, I saw that it was like, oh, this is a lot more than the regular stuff. And it says PS4 and PS5, which you told right. me that it might be for both anyway for the regular version because of the backlash that they were getting. Yes. Yeah. Originally it wasn't. And then they, uh, they got a lot of backlash and they're like, fine, if you buy the PS4 version, you can upgrade to free for the PS5. But this is, they, they said, this is the last game that we're doing this on. I think they're going to fold for God of war. I think after God of war, that's it, <laughs> you know? So, um, so you didn't get a chance to use the special edition items because you, you didn't know what they were or did no, you finally go get them? I finally went and got them, but I don't think that I used them for too long. Yeah. I, first of all, I had to figure out how to get them because yes. they don't tell you how to get them. No. You have to get them out of your stash, which we're going to talk about the stash because that's one of the best editions of the game. I had to Google it because of that reason, because usually it's like an NPC or God forbid you have to go back into the store and download the the stuff i i don't think a game has done that in a very long time and if it has it's like a nintendo game because they don't know how the right. internet works but yeah or or they just put it in your inventory sometimes right yeah yeah but no i didn't i didn't get it probably until about five hours in the game i figured out where it was that's when i, I figured out how to, how to get it but like for and for the opening it's nice. It has very good armor for mm-hmm. the opening. It gives you good weapons because it gives you a bomb blast sling. Oh, what else does it give you? It gives you another weapon too. Like it gives you some nice weapons to start out with. Well, it gives you like the the warrior bow, which I did not yeah. use. Uh, that is true. I also didn't. We mean the electric one? No, the regular one. The electric okay. one. Oh, is- yeah. That's right. Somebody else gives you the electric one. That's the yeah. regular one. I... We'll talk about that because I still have not figured out what the point of that bow is. Same. Yeah, I, I I just don't know. Electric when I use because it's electric. But when I was first trying to use it, I'm like, why are none of my arrows hitting? Oh, because it's like a lob. Like it just doesn't really go far. It's like the in between of a sling and a and a bow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it's made. To, they said it's made for like fast, like you like, you know shooting fast. But I'm like, it just doesn't really feel like it's. It feel kind of feels pointless, but. Uh, yeah, I see for the beginning stuff, it does give you especially nice armor because I was using that behemoth armor for a while. I was using the, the, cause I think it gives you three sets of armor. Uh, I think I thought it gave you two, but oh, it might've given you three. I can't remember. Maybe I was, I was using a Nora armor, so maybe that wasn't with it, but I like that stats on that one better than the other ones. Hmm. Yeah. Like it, it definitely, like, like Compared to the regular armor they gave you, plus you also get, well, you, you know, it does give you three because it does, it gives you two armors that are actually useful and it gives you one for the looks. It gives you the original Nora outfit. That's what it does. Oh, well. And that, that's all for the looks. Well, maybe <laughs> I just wear that one. I don't know. I thought the stats were, were good. I don't know. Regardless. I used the one with the, the pig head on it. It has like a, a boar head, like around really? the shoulder. Yeah. I have to look to see which one it is. Because I, you know, I honestly wasn't looking too much at how, um, I wasn't looking too much at, at how they look. I was looking more at the stats because I started the game on hard, which I'm going to talk about. Uh, and yeah, I was getting tossed around. Like, so the first rope, the first machine that you come across, the very first one landed a hit on me and it took 
I want to say I had 210 health. It took, yeah, it took 100 hit points. It took almost oh. half my health. Jeez. From one hit. From one hit. Very first machine. So, like, getting having those stats for melee and stuff like that would be super helpful. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, it, it was nice. But let's, um... Let's start talking about the game itself. One thing I, I wanted to do was just give us, you know, let's we'll start talking initial thoughts on how we're feeling about the game and the new systems that are in place because they made a lot of changes. They made a lot of changes to the game. Some that I just feel were like kind of unnecessary. Some that were helpful and some that were unnecessary. Like, I, I, I kind of to a degree feel like they uh, didn't realize how much the simplicity of the game worked to its benefit. Mm-hmm. Like, the, so there were, you had to craft and you had to find things, but the system was simple. The weapon system was simple. You know, a lot of things were simple. Like, and so you, you could really just focus on fighting either people or machines. But now, like, it's a bit more complex. Complex in good ways, Sometimes, like, the fact that humans are more complex when you fight them. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, that was good. But some of the, cha- the changes they made to the weapon system, not so great. And even the difficulty settings and what that means for, you know, for play. Like, I wasn't too, too much of a fan of in some of those cases. But um, I will tell you this. Because I, th- I don't know if I talked about it on the show or if I just talked about it with you privately, but I remember I said I was going to, you know, I was kind of conflicted. I didn't know if I wanted to start on fidelity mode and play that way or play performance because on PS5, fidelity mode is full 4K, uh, better, more enhanced graphics uh, in particle effects and stuff like that. Uh, but it plays at 30 frames per second. Performance mode is an upscaled 4K and it takes away some of the, some of the extra pizzazz of the effects and stuff like that i did start on fidelity mode i played it on fidelity mode for two minutes and i turned it right off i was like i can't i was like i don't care how much better the game looks because honestly you can tell the difference between the upscale 4k and the regular 4k in some in some areas you can not all like it's not super duper noticeable all the time but you can tell you know but what? The I performance would, mode is just so much better. I would recommend upping the graphics if you find a very beautiful location where you're like, yeah, I think I want to take a couple pictures here. Like it would probably benefit from that, and then just drop it again when you <laughs> when you're playing. Maybe, yeah. Like it was just like it was just. I, I was like, I, it it didn't look good, but the game just looks so much better when it runs smoothly. Right. It looks it yeah. looks so much better when it's actually running smoothly, and that's why I was like, I can't, especially. Coming off a of PC, and this was what I was worried about. Coming off a of PC and having it run at sixty frames per second, you know, not and I, you know, having to go back to thirty frames after that is just is just tough. Um, but yeah, the performance mode is like what I, I I started playing on, and I haven't really looked back. So I know if you could take the fidelity mode at thirty frames per second, good for you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't I have couldn't. an. I don't have an option. I'm just on PS4, and it was like. There was an option that was like uh, upscale, but it was like grayed out, and it was like you can't do this. And I was like, "All right, thanks. <laughs> so why even just take it off?" Jeez. Are you playing on a PS4 Pro or a, or a PS4? It a is pro, a Pro, okay. at least. I have the God of War Pro. 
I wonder, that's where I remember, I remember you getting that. Uh, mm-hmm. I wonder what it plays like on a regular PS4. It has to be huffing. I haven't really encountered any super bad laggy areas. And I want to say my PlayStation sounds normal when I'm playing it. Because you can tell when it's like super chugging. That thing's loud no matter what. So <laughs> right. it, it sounds well, pretty normal. But I'm always wearing headphones. So maybe I just don't notice. Right. I, when I, I've heard people complain about the noise the PS4 Pro makes. I had one and I never had an issue with it. I never had an issue with the PS4 Pro making a bunch of noise. I know Cora did. Cora Barra yeah. uh, from Dropping Spicy. He had a, like he and, and also uh, Squad Goals. But he, he used to talk about how bad. Actually, you know what? He talked about how bad it was. Then his broke and he got a replacement. And he's like, this is so much better. So, because there must have been a a, a, a a second version of the PS4 Pro. I mean, they oh, do this that would make sense. all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, like I, I, I'm definitely playing on performance mode. And like I said, I started the game on hard and I moved it to uh, normal. And it wasn't because the combat was too hard to do, right? Because, I mean, I played on, like, like I played it on the hardest difficulty available on horizon zero dawn for pc but i know if you do a new game plus it unlocks a, a new even harder difficulty and i didn't do the new game plus so i'm pretty sure it's a difficulty after that but when i'm playing it like if as long as you dodge and don't get hit you know because you know if you do get hit you're going to take a ton of damage like the first time i fought a thunder jaw it did this move where it just ran into me killed me in one <laughs> which i'm like okay that's fair you know? yeah uh the reason i moved it from hard to normal was because of the lack of resources so one thing that they did not do on the harder difficulties in horizon zero dawn was limit the amount of resources that you get right i mean they might have limited it to a degree but not not to this extent not to this extent because like i mean first of all, for example you need blast paste to use blast weapons I ran out of blast paste pretty early. I did not use blast weapons for 10 hours. I know I didn't use it for 10 hours because I have the video to prove it. I did not use blast weapons for 10 hours because I was out of blast paste. I couldn't make any more ammo. Did you search all the the ancient chests and stuff too? Everything. It's it's notable that that the resources are very low from the beginning of the game. The only resources that are abundant are Ridgewood. And the the medicinal medicinal berries, mm-hmm. but even technically speaking, the medicinal berries aren't that. Uh, I mean, like they give you a ton of them because if you're going to be taking damage, you're going to be using a lot of them. You know what I found out about the medicinal berries is if you run out of them, but you have them in your bag, you can push hold up on D pad and it'll refresh your berries. You got to tell me how long it took for you to figure that out. It took a very long time. I just figured that out. You've been playing the game for like twenty five hours. Yeah, 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 I just figured that out. Oh my, how did you even survive? <laughs> how did you? How did I died you a lot. <laughs> I, I, if I would have known that you didn't know that when, when you were streaming, I would have told you. I thought that you, I just thought you, I forget how I, that's right. I don't think they actually tell you that. Mm-mm. I found out once, because they do tell you that if you hold like the down buttons, mm-hmm. you can make changes. Like you can either craft new, um, new traps, you can change what's on that tab. And so I was like, oh, well, what happens when I do it to the health? And I hit hold health up and it just refilled from the berries. So you're I, just sitting there full of berries 
Yeah. And not re- not refreshing. Because it. I thought they were used for the potions. Which they are. Oh, they are used for the potions. You're right. But I didn't know that they could also refresh. And the thing is, nobody could tell because my stream, my camera is right on top of the berry. That is true. Like I, uh, That is very true. It's right on top of the berries. Wow. Well, I am sorry that you had to go through that. <laughs> it's it's fine. But yeah, that was that was a very frustrating thing because I'm playing on normal and I don't know how many times where I was just like, I really want to drop this to easy because just everything does so much damage and I feel like you get hit by so much more in this game versus the last one. You do. I, I, I kind of want to talk about that in a little bit because the 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 hit boxes on projectiles or the, mm-hmm. even the hit boxes on attacks, they have to be bigger. Uh, they have to be bigger. You can logically say that she's feeling the effects of these like machines that weigh thousands of pounds hitting the ground around her. Yeah, you know, and that's what's hurt, and that's what's hurting her. So maybe that's what. But yeah, they definitely made machine combat harder. But we're gonna talk to that. Yeah, and, about that. And I don't know if it's like because I'm, you know, everybody's having a tough time, or I'm not that good at the game, or I, I think a big factor of this is I'm coming off of mouse and keyboard, and it's really hard for me to adjust. Even playing like 25 to 30 hours into the game, I'm still having really big issues with the analog sticks. Just like trying to move just a little bit to the left and I like point all the way over to the west like <laughs> or you know like completely different direction like I, I, it's really hard to readjust yeah no I, I definitely had that issue too like my fight with the first batch of machines that you kind of come across definitely lasted longer than it, so it should have if I was like adjusted to using controller like now it's no problem at all because I'm, I'm finally like I, I, it took me a few hours but I was able to readjust but um, yeah, no, I, I definitely totally get what you're saying. So, but like, like I was saying, like you know, with the blast pace, right? I didn't use it for ten hours, and when I went to go look to see how much blast pace I had in a ten hour time span, I only accumulated thirteen. In a ten hour time span, I accumulated thirteen blast pace, and I knew that the resources were sparse. So I was checking everything. I was looting every machine. I was looting. I was I was just hitting everything. You don't have to worry about bag space like you used to because of the stash, uh, which like so we're gonna get into that. That's awesome. So you just hit take all and everything in thirteen blast paste in ten hours. And when I saw that, I was just like, I'm just this isn't worth it because it turns this game into a survival game, and I. I, I I don't want to play Horizon Forbidden West, a survival game. That's not what I want. Because even shards, I mm-hmm. barely had money. Anytime I got about 500 shards, it was time for me to buy a new weapon. Or it would be time for me to do upgrades, and that would completely drain all the money I had. Yeah, you know? I'm I'm not having really any issues with shards. I am having issues also with resources. I just bought a lot of chill water because... I, it is harder to find in this game, yeah. Very hard to find chill water. Um, but yeah, I've always had like a few thousand shards on me. No. But also the, the thing that you do slightly have to remember is if you're playing on hard and their defense is higher, then you're using a lot more resources. I'm sure the resources are scarce too. So you have the scarcity and you're using a lot of resources at the same well, time. Well, that's the thing. Like I'm using more resources and the resources are scarce. You know how like most of my fights ended with the hunter bow, just like regular arrows. And mm. 
with that, like I said, the combat wasn't too difficult because I'm winning these fights, but they're taking forever, forever because I'm yeah. using the hunter bow. I'm using a hunter bow, and, that, and that's the thing. And I want to use these other new weapons, but I can't because you know I don't have the resources to make the the ammo. So playing like this game in survival mode is not fun. I I feel like that should have been a separate mode or even an option to be played on because uh, they have a ton of options for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a, an option for you to use playing the game, but like the the I feel like the difficulty modifier in the game should have been about how much damage you do the machines, how much damage they do to you, how aggressive the machines are. You know, stuff like that. But, like, yeah, the, the putting it, turning it into a survival game wasn't fun. I mean, I'm literally, in terms of shards, like, I'm opening a box, I'm getting one shard, two shards. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was, it was, nah, I wasn't having it, so I moved it back to normal. Do you feel like the difficulty changed the machine's AI, or it just changed how how much damage felt, they do and take? If they felt more aggressive, like they they attack more frequently, they detect you faster. They, mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. So now, like before, if I walked into like let's say a field of chargers and one charger saw me, it was like on sight. Like he would look at me for like two seconds and then he would come after me. You know, now it's like I could do. He'll just look at me and I could just run around and go away. As long as I go away fast enough, it, it's fine. So, um. And for a while, I was like, now the game's too easy. Because after I switched from hard to normal and I had these resources, I was just able to kind of blow through. It does start to pick back up a little bit later. Not because the machines get so much harder, but it's because of the combinations of machines they put together. And mm-hmm. kind of sort of a balance issue to a degree. Um, but like, so we'll go ahead and get all onto that. I did want to talk about the graphics because obviously we're talking about a new game and a PS5 versus PS4 game. And I know you kept talking about on PS4 how good it looks. Like you, you're impressed with how good it looks on PS4. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think the only graphic issue I've really seen, I have seen like shadows and stuff clipping into scenes. Like it's, I've seen a couple of funny things. I did have one fight where someone died and they were floating. Uh, Aloy's hair clips through her a lot. I don't know if that's an. It, I feel like that's a common thing. Hair clipping on like any game on any console. I don't know if that's like also yeah. an issue on PS5. But I see. I do see. I know you asked me about if she's sweating in certain scenes, and I keep forgetting to to check. But people do get raindrops on their face or whatever. Like they do have like, I guess the particles on their face from like when it's raining right. and stuff. There is a scene though where there's like a hologram and it's raining outside and the hologram had water drops on them. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think that's supposed to be there, (laughs) but it's still, it's very, it's a lot more beautiful than I was expecting on PS4. But I'm also not the best judge of graphics. So looking at your stream, I mean, it definitely still looks good. I mean, I think you could definitely you can see the effects of Ko- of Kojima using the Decima engine, like with the facial animations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's really in there, and so you can see a lot of that with the PS5 with the character animations. You just basically get a lot more detail, which we can be expect. Like there's right. so, like so Aloy, like in, when you're in the desert, Aloy is like sweating, like sweat's coming on her head, sweat is on her body uh, when. 
your, you know, and she'll eventually like, it's not like it goes away as soon as you leave the desert. Like it takes a little time and the sweat will uh, go away. If you're in the, like, if you're in the, like a hot area for a long time, she doesn't get like a heat rash, but she, you can cut, it's almost like she's starting to get a heat rash Mm. to a degree. You can, you can like see that on her face and stuff like that. So there's way more detail when she like talks, but not because her mouth is doing anything different, but because they put extra lines on her face and right. the, the eye movement is, is is better and, you know, stuff like that. So you have all those details, which is actually really nice, really cool. The machines obviously look more mach- like, you know, you can see more detail on the machines themselves. I mean, you can see the detail on the machines in the PS4 version, but, you know, there's just more detail. Like there's more lines where the machine muscle is. There's more parts of the armor. That you can see, you can see more details in the in the armor and things like that. So, I mean, that's really good. Uh, what else did you wear there? You can, oh yeah, her clothes. You know, like when you're in snowy areas, eventually the snow builds up on the clothes. I get that too. Yeah. Yeah. So like that was that was cool. And then as you're out of the snowy area, you know, the snow eventually shakes off and you know stuff like that, which is actually pretty cool. I did. Uh, I did encounter another situation where i went back and talked to someone and they were uh, i don't know like turtling or something because anytime they talked their head would like go up and their shoulders would go down and then they would stop and it would like revert (laughs) so i just kept talking to them and they were just like it was really funny oh man yeah sometimes you definitely do run into those those but this game has definitely been way more buggy than the previous even on launch like horizon zero dawn was not this buggy you know the audio so i had the uh, audio issues in one quest where i would push the focus and you couldn't hear the focus sound and just certain background sounds that weren't coming through and it got really annoying because it kind of messes with combat yeah did not fix itself i had to reset the game for it to really yeah i think it was like an hour i had that happen but eventually it just kind of came back so Mm. yeah yeah but i mean the game like the the, i mean i don't know if you can really i I guess the game does start off in like a a green foresty area so you can kind of get an idea of how good it looks uh but a lot of the beginning of the game happens in desert areas and that kind of like takes away from how good the game is really looking yeah uh I would say the game starts to, you can really see how good the game looks once you get into like playing song with the otaru um even no man's land does not look as good as the desert clan area like the desert clan area looks <laughs> even better like you yeah. know well even when i was in the first area of the game i i climbed up to get a collectible and every time i went up there they were really nice vantage points and just the distance like just the the rendering distance oh, yeah. for everything it was just even that i was like wow this goes really far like as far as it possibly can Right. Even yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. I wonder if that also had something to do with like, you know, Death Stranding adding code to the to the Decima engine because that kind of happens in, in Death Stranding too. Like if you're sitting on like you're sitting on the tallest top of the tallest mountain, mm-hmm. you could you could ride all the way down to the bottom without loading, <laughs> you know, without yeah. or without anything happening. It, it, it is pretty far. I've done it. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> but um yeah, but yeah, they, 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 they everything is cool. Even so, underwater looks cool as well. Mm-hmm. When you're swimming underwater, when you're finally able to breathe permanently underwater, because that does happen, uh, that looks cool. The animations for the machines underwater is actually pretty nice too. Uh, it sucks because you terrifying. Can't, you, you cannot you cannot attack machines underwater. 
but the animations are cool. And they had to study like the animals that they were like trying to mimic. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, they obviously, they obviously have like, um, uh, Oh God, what are they called? Um, snap maws underwater because they're alligators, but the other underwater <laughs> machine that you'll see pretty frequently are burrowers. Mm hmm. And you know they're supposed to be otters. I was trying to figure out what they what they were, but they're otters. That's what they are. You know what? I kept calling them puppies, so that totally makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, like the burrowers are otters. You yeah, know, because otters I, I are just that, water puppies. So I think you can tell more once you're underwater because of the the noises they make. You know, but that's how they move, and so they did an excellent job with animations uh underwater because it had to be smoother it has to be smoother than their land animations because you know a ravager walks around and it's like okay it's a cat <laughs> you know but it right. walks around like a machine cat uh but these things are underwater and they're just moving so 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 the the snap malls look so peaceful underwater like just kind of <laughs> floating through and like they will destroy you if they catch you <laughs> but uh, i still think i think i said in horizons are dawn that i think if you get caught by a snap maw underwater, it should be an instant death because it makes sense. They should even do the thing because that you ever seen like an alligator or a crocodile mm-hmm. they'll grab something and spin around. Yeah, do that. Make do it their realistic. death rolls. Yeah, no, <laughs> the thank death you. Rolls, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, I even think like, yeah, like, it looks so cool like underwater. So they, I think they did an excellent job with the visuals. Excellent job with the visuals in the game. Yeah, the the underwater stuff I haven't looked at too much because I'll see it and. Just just to let you know, I'm terrified of underwater anything in games. I think Sonic destroyed me as a kid. So especially when before you get the the forever breathing, especially when you're doing stuff underwater and then you see stuff, you're like, oh, God, oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, the only reason I didn't really like the underwater portions that you have to do is because like there's it's all stealth. There's no attack, res- uh, you know, um. Uh, resource or anything like that underwater at least not yet you do you have an attack resource underwater well you have a stealth resource underwater yeah the smoke bombs yeah right yeah Yeah, but that's the thing like i so if you ever got caught you either you got a smoke bomb and try to get your way out of there or you got to run away somewhere right yeah like usually i try to stealth but if I get caught, I want to be able to fight. So, <laughs> you know, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, I get that. With with that part for me, I just pretended like they didn't exist. And that worked really well because they didn't see me. So Wow. That's yeah. that's very lucky. Like Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh let's see. Oh, a new one another new system that they added was climbing. Uh and obviously they had climbing before, but they actually didn't it's not a new system. They added major improvements to it. The fact that you can just almost climb anywhere, almost anywhere. This was a needed improvement. I will say though that it is a little sloppy because I'll be at the top of a mountain and I'm like, okay, Aloy, up, up, go up. And she's just like <laughs> Not I you can't see what I'm doing, but like I'm just like pretending like I'm her, just like not moving up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had that like once or twice, but I just kind of chalked up the bugs because I don't think they intended that. Oh, I don't think they yeah. intended that either. I run into it a lot where she just does not go the direction that I want her to go. But it is yeah. a major improvement. I was wondering because didn't they say that they were added by like Banuk or by Nora Braves to be able to like climb different places. Like, how were they going to have yellow rocks everywhere to be able to yeah. climb up, or like zip lines, or, or or you know whatever it may be? Who put that there? 
So right, yeah, because the Nora Brave thing didn't make sense once you got out. Once of the you got out land. of the Sacred Lands, yeah, that's why right, I was like, maybe yeah. it's Banuke. Uh, I don't know, because they add their own when you had the the Banuke figures to get. Right, yeah. So no, I, I mean overall, it's a positive, major, very positive improvement. The fact that you can climb almost anywhere. Uh, that's that actually brings it closer to uh, Breath of the Wild, where you can just kind of yeah. just grab a rock and climb up. I'm do I, I am happy. There's no status, like there's no like fatigue status or anything like that. But yeah, no, it, it is nice because it, it, I was I actually was surprised. Um, I was surprised by it because I, when I found out about it, I was just near the side of a mountain because and I scanned to see if there's any resources around. And when I scanned the mountain all these yellow lights showed up on the side of the mountain. And I was like, can I just climb up this thing? And I climbed up the mountain over it and then down to get someplace and just made it way easier to get around. Mm -hmm. So I guess they figured, man, players are just jumping all over these rocks. Anyway, let's make it easier. Yeah. <laughs> That's what was like happening me. before. Yeah. I, I mean, still jump all over that. rocks where they're not, where I still go to places I'm not supposed to go. Cause I just hop. I do little bunny hops to get over things. You can yeah, you can still do that where, where you need it. Uh, but speaking of scanning, let's talk about the focus. Like I think that the changes they made to the focus, for the most part, are a major improvement. Like first of all, it really helps uh, clean up the HUD. Mm -hmm. Really helps clean up the HUD uh, because the HUD. I mean, I mean, you can have the full HUD up all the time, and it'll just look like it did on Horizon Zero Dawn. Or you can have a pretty clean HUD where it only shows you. It'll only show you your health if you are down health. Uh, but other than that, it only shows you the stuff in the bottom, bottom left hand side, but they added the pulse so that you don't even have to fully go into your focus. Uh, and the, the pulse helps you see resources and dropped items because unlike horizons Zero dawn, those little signs that pop up from different resources aren't there all the time, unless you turn it on. Go up, yeah, go I was going to say exactly that. So that was the only thing that I wanted on my HUD that wasn't there. Everything else was perfect because the fact that they have the story quest hidden unless you slide up on the touchscreen. Oh, that's beautiful. Unless it like it, you're actively doing something. I think sometimes it shows up, but that's the only thing I wanted on my HUD. So I had to go into custom HUD and just pl I played with it for like 30 minutes because there was a gun in a fight that I didn't know was there. And I was like, wow, this would have taken half the time in this fight had I known that was right. there. Because I just, my eyes just don't naturally go to it. And pushing the button all the time is a little much. But it is a very good resource just to be able to tap it instead of having to go into full focus. Absolutely. I do think that what they should have done, they should have added, is that if you pulse while an enemy is around, it will highlight the weak spots. Mm -hmm. I think they should have did that because in order to get information on enemies, like now you have to go into full focus to get you know information on enemies, right? Which actually is really awesome. Like, let me talk about that first because that was like the amount of information you get on enemies now is way more than before. Oh, like, yeah. you can look at individual components on the machines. It tells you if it's detachable. It tells you if it's destroyed on death, which we're going to get into that when we talk about the machines here in a second. Uh, it just gives you, it tells you what it's weak to, uh, what it's not weak to. And then if you want to, you can even hit the uh, control pad and it'll bring up even more information, right? Did you do that? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so it brings up even more information where it'll give you a description of the, of the machine and then it'll tell you what parts 
each component will drop and the and the likelihood that they're going to drop. The best part about that is if you push triangle, it'll actually tag that part. So now anytime I fight a big enemy and I see one, a part that's like component for upgrades and then says destroyed upon death, I tag that. And I'm like, I don't care what I have to do. I am taking this component off. And I just did that in the main story. I was fighting a big thing that I haven't seen before. And I was like, I might die, but I need that tail. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That is a, a massive improvement. Being able to tag individual parts because if you're like, okay, well, that's a weakness. I want to be able to see that the entire time, and then you tag it, and it shows up purple. So it actually because the weak points show up as orange, like they did before. Orange or yellow depends on how your eyes are calibrated for color, I guess. <laughs> but but um, it shows like that yellow. For weak points, but then the tag parts are purple. Now, like I said, my only gripe is that if you're in the middle of a fight, you you know you may have had a chance to look at one machine and tag parts, but let's say you're in the middle of a fight and another machine pops out, right? Uh, you know, so there is so for example, there is one quest where you fight a Thunderjaw, and as you're fighting the Thunderjaw, a Stormbird shows up. As you're fighting the Thunderjaw in one of the quests, okay, and I was like, "This is the this is my first time fighting a Stormbird in this game," and I'm like, "I need time to scan it and take a look at the parts," but I didn't have time. If something like that happens, then you're kind of like stuck, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it does it does it takes longer to get the focus out. Like it takes it takes longer for the focus to activate, and then holding it on the animal, sorry, or the machine, so that it can scan it. It takes a longer time. Then you still have to sort through all the stuff and see what you're looking for. So I wish that when you pulse near an enemy, it still highlighted the weak points. I think that would have been nice. I I don't know if it was a bug, but one time when I was using the focus to switch bef- between different things, it did slow down time. I don't I think you. I think you hit the button in. I think you had to hit what button like the slow like the concentration button and then open the the focus like i might have hit a bug and i was like oh that's sick and i haven't had that since but they they need a uh, at least a minor slow down time for it because the initial scan takes forever and then you can't i if i tag an enemy like if i had to scan it i just look at the main strengths and weaknesses and then that's it i'm like i i don't have time to look through every single part right yeah, that would be my only complaint about the pulse is that it could, if it highlighted the weak points of, the, of a machine, that will be extremely helpful in a fight. Because, okay, I may not have time to check out all the components, but at least I know if I hit these parts, they're highlighted. Yeah. You know, so there's that. But I, the, the focus is a major improvement. Like, I know you barely used the focus in the last game. I, okay, I didn't barely use it. I used it a decent amount. I just didn't use it when I should have. Right. Well, now you're using it all the time, though. You're using it way more, I imagine. Oh, yeah. I don't use the pulse as much unless I'm climbing because I did turn the the HUD on for the ground thingies. Right. Well, I mean, they still give you a decent amount of visual indicators of where stuff are without the without the indicators. So like, I know a part. I know there's a part that I can pick up by like because it's on the ground, like shocking. You see electricity Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But I'll still pulse around just to, just to, you know, see if it's even worth it. You know, is it a purple? Then I'm judging it now. But, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> That's why you don't have any metal, metal shards, man. <laughs> no, this is when I, once I switched back to normal because now oh, okay. I have thousands of shards. So it's like now I can be a little bougie. 
you know. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we did talk about the health system. Uh, and I mean, the health bar is still the same, but the healing element is different now. And I'm, I still prefer the old way to heal. I mean, I, I think it's, it's a, it's a give and take situation because to have those extra berries available, which you also use for your potions, I think they had to do it this way. But essentially what's happened is that instead of having your heels being in a bar, like a secondary bar that you can activate, uh, your heels are number based now. But um, mm-hmm. it's still it's not like if you use a uh, if you use a heel, right? It's not like if you use a heel that that is it, it's gone. And then the next time you use a heel, like that's it, it's gone. Somewhere behind the scenes, your total amount of heels, uh, it, 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 there's a number there. Let's say that number is a thousand and you only have 10 heals available. Well, let's say you only lost 50 health and you use your first heal. It's going to bring your count down to nine, but only use the 50 health. And the next time you hit it, it's going to use the rest of that. It's going to use more 50, more health, and then finally bring your count down. So behind the scenes, technically speaking, I guess it still works the same. Yeah. How? I mean, however, I mean... So maybe maybe I'm complaining about nothing. Maybe I'm just being crotchety here, <laughs> you know, with what I with what I'm saying. But it, it does feel a little different because when you because when you go to reload your heels that like Christina just learned how to do, it does <laughs> stop you. Like you have mm-hmm. to stop and do it. You can't run around and do it. So I, I kind of feel to a degree that I had more heels available before. That's how it feels to me. But then again, you got to remember I was level fifty four when the game ended. I was like, you know, I had like 700 and something health available. Well, so. depending on your your gear and what abilities you've unlocked and possibly even like weaves or whatever, you you can have more of a capacity for berries. Right. Yeah. So you so, can yeah, I mean, unlock more like your heal I thought your heal capacity and your berry capacity was controlled by your resource pouch the upgrades for your resource pouch mm. I, I know berries medicinal berries definitely are like like for like how many berries you can actually hold is definitely controlled by the resource pouch i that uh, maybe there's multiple i could have swore that in the health um skills that it says like can hold more berries or something like that, and I thought it was more effective. Maybe. But there's both. Maybe, maybe, yeah. And maybe, maybe what you're talking about is true with the amount of berries that you can hold in your pouch, and then what I'm talking about is the amount of berries that you can hold on your HUD. Maybe it's two true. different ones. We're both right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. I, don't know, I, guess, I think they maybe felt like it was too easy to heal in the last game. I definitely feel like no matter how many heals you have available like to you, it's still less than what you could have gotten in the previous game. That's what it, it feels like to me. so frustrating because like where I am right now, I can hold three potions at a time because I haven't upgraded the potion pouch because it's just annoying to try to find the resources. I, I, whatever. So I always feel like I never have enough health. Well, now I'm a little better now that I can refresh my berries because I know how to do that. <laughs> but the potions, I think they give you overheal, which is nice. 
But when you drink them, you can't move. So, like, I'll forget that and I'll drink a potion and try to roll. And she's rolling in place. Like, she, uh, yeah. for some reason, she can still roll and do all the animations, but not move. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm bugged. Like, every time. Well, Barry, like, sorry, a potion stopped you from moving in Horizon Zero Dawn as well. Like, I, if you drank a potion, I she'd stop and, like, kick it back. Did it stop you completely or did she kick it back while slowly walking? No, she it would stop you. She'd kick it back, and then you could keep going okay. at that point. I do like to do with the potions with the overheal. Like, it's not wasted nice. anymore. Yeah. That is nice. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know you know what one of the biggest problems is? Is the HUD placement, right? Mm-hmm. Because before, the heal bar was right next to the health bar. So, you had yeah. a good idea how much heals you had left. There's been so many times where I'm pressing the up button to heal. And it's not healing, and I finally like look down. I'm like, oh, I don't have any. I gotta, I gotta find a rock to hide behind real fast. I do think the reason they did that though is because if they put that heal bar with the health bar, then you wouldn't be able to hide it, and you wouldn't have a- as smooth of as a HUD. Uh, maybe I don't know because they hide the health too. So I, I'm probably wrong there. Yeah, if your health is not at a hundred percent, you they don't show- want it hidden. Yeah they, yeah, they show it exactly. Show so it. that's the thing. Like, yes, yeah, so. I'm saying as you're collecting them, though, it would have to pop as up the health them. bar every single time if it's connected to it. And if it doesn't pop up the health bar, it would look out of place. So I'm sure they did it so that way it would look a little cleaner. Maybe, yeah. I just think they don't like us anymore. Also, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about combat because I would say the biggest improvements to combat have been because of the humans. Like, yeah, it doesn't suck to fight humans anymore, or it's not like super easy either. Um, they're still kind of dumb to a degree, but they're better protected. I'll tell yes. you that much. So, let's start with the spear though, uh, because I definitely feel like you need to use the spear more, especially when I was playing on hard and I knew I didn't have a ton of resources. If a machine was close enough, like if a machine lunged at me and I dodged it, I was going after it with the spear, I wasn't mm-hmm. going to back up and hit it with the bow. Um, yeah, and that's basically, like, I had to use the spear so much. They added combos to the game, and I would say most of them are just way more effective on humans, though. I, think, uh, I feel like the, the problem with the using them on machines is that unless you get the machine in a stun status, a machine will just punch through your attack. Like, yeah. you can be hitting a machine, even with heavy attacks, you can be heavy attacking a machine and it won't stumble, as opposed to a human. When you hit a human, it'll stumble. A machine, you'll hit it, and you'll keep hitting, and all of a sudden, it just like smacks you. <laughs> you know, it'll just punch straight through your attack. I think it does depend on timing and the machine as well, because mm-hmm. I've I've definitely speared a lot of burrowers to death, like with no problem. Because sometimes they do get stu- not fully stunned, but like thrown backwards. But they're smaller; right, yeah. they're they're a lot easier to push around. They are, yeah, they are. That's true. So, I mean, I, I do like the resonator, the addition of the resonator, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, it, it builds up a charge as you're attacking. And then once you have a big enough charge, it'll put a target onto the onto the onto the whatever you're fighting and then you can shoot it and it'll, and it'll damage it. And I have that fully upgraded now. And that's like a one shot for the most part. I'm on like, yeah, I need to use it. I forget it exists. I used it in the beginning of the game and then just stopped. Yeah, like I use it. I, I try to use it as much as possible. Like I have it so that it's built, it builds up faster. I have it so that it's stronger now, and I'm I'm pretty happy with it because all I got to do is just aim and shoot whatever. 
it's a little, you know, I would say it's a little harder on the machines too, because so the humans, when you hit them, it, it either shows, it shows up on one of their arms, usually the, the resonator target with well, a machine. Sometimes the target shows up on like their back leg or something like that. And it's like, you know, I, I can't hit that. And then the, the, the resonator charge will go away. Um, you can also upgrade how much time the resonator is available, like how much time the target's available. So that's been helpful. Um, so yeah, I mean, I do appreciate that. I do like the combos though, you know, cause mm-hmm. it, it just adds a little extra to swinging the spear around, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think the spear upgrades overall are just great because in the last game I would use the spear sometimes to do some fi- finish final hits. But this yeah. time it feels like it's actually useful and effective. Yeah, absolutely. So I, it took, it takes a while to get all the combos though, because you basically have to finish the entire tree to get yeah. all, to get all the combos. So I almost wish they would have front loaded combos a bit higher on, on, on the spear list. So, but, uh, stealth, I don't like the changes they made to stealth. I think these are downgrades. One, they got rid of the whistle. Which it just it just wastes time. Like, let me whistle and bring the machine closer so I can kill it, please. You don't want to throw a rock like three feet in front of you. Even that, like they 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 never fully approach the rock. They They don't don't. approach. Yeah, that's another thing. They they, you can throw a rock and you would expect they're gonna go check it out. Like, okay, that was that sound. But no, like they'll get kind of sort of close to it, maybe. And then they go about their business. So the rocks are unreliable. There's, it's also, there's no indicator to tell you when you're in stealth and when you're not. That's the worst part, I think. Yeah. It's even worse underwater. Because some of the underwater stealth, like the stealth kelp. Stealth kelp. Is, <laughs> yeah. The underwater stealth kelp is sparse. Like some of it's straight up sparse. Like I, I was in a spot yesterday where I was right next to some stealth kelp. And I'm like, he should clearly be able to see me. And the machine's like, is that stealth kelp? Can't be anything there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they do. But, uh, yeah. They do also, I miss them every time, but like caves and stuff, they do have mushrooms and stuff that you can shoot that have yeah. temporary stealth as well. I I love and hate it. I think it's a really cool element. And I feel like it's super useful, but I never see it until I kill everything anyway. Right. Yeah. I, I honestly forget it's there. And I'm like, oh, I guess there's no stealth here. Here I here, am. Here, I'm, I'm coming in. Like, you know, yep. I'm going to come in. I'm going to fight. And that's going to be it. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of the changes to stealth. That's that is definitely a complaint of mine. Uh, they added some new element types. Uh, one and probably the most useful so far, at least that I've played with is acid. Because yeah. the thing about acid and for, I'm not sure if you noticed, but it's, it uses the same symbol as corruption from mm-hmm. the old. They I just totally re- repurposed it. I was really confused about that. <laughs> they just completely repurposed <laughs> it. It's like, I think it's the first element you get. Like, the first element they give you is acid, is not acid. fire. Yeah. Yeah. They, the first element they give you is acid, not fire. And uh, it, I think it's just, uh, it's just more helpful because it helps to break armor off. Like, it does hurt whoever it has, but... When you when you hit when somebody's like when somebody's status has the acid status, you just see the armor lighten up because the armor is taking damage and it knocks the armor off. It does damage to the person, so it's like super helpful. It's as really helpful on humans when you do acid on humans 
super helpful because it knocks a lot of their armor off. Huh. I've just been using fire and precision, and I've been pretty good. It, uh, I've found it to be more effective than fire. Hmm. Because fire, like, the fire is not as effective as it was before. Because if you got somebody on fire in Horizon Zero Dawn, they were dead. Like yeah. a normal person, they were dead. Not, not anymore. Like, you still have to do some work <laughs> after you set them on fire. Uh, but, yeah, with the acid, they usually end up losing a bunch of their armor. And then you can kill them pretty frequently. Or pretty easily, sorry. Uh, another is Purge Water, which I don't have a damage weapon that uses Purge Water, so I can't tell you how effective it is as an elemental on things that are weak against it. What I can tell you it does is that it makes shock damage and frost damage in the effect more effective. So there is a machine called the Wide Maw. It's a hippo, and it is strong to frost. It's actually very strong to frost, but it's weak to Purge Water. It actually has a purge water center. Um, so if you bust the purge water belly, you know, belly thing, it, it becomes drenched. That's the status, drenched with purge water. Or if you drench it yourself with, with a weapon or a sling or something that you have, then you take the frost and you can frost it super easily. And then frost still causes bitter. Well, bitter, sorry. They call it brittle now. Frost causes brittle and it still makes them take extra damage. And because they were drenched ahead of time, I do believe it takes a longer time for them to lose the frost effect. Oh, I, I found that out when you told me because I fought one of those. You might have been in stream and told me in stream how to fight it. And it was simple. It was very easy. Oh, the wide maw. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that purge water is interesting because um, I didn't get purge water weapons for a while. I don't think I still have any. Uh, I have. Purge water traps, and that's it. I have a purge water sling. Uh, one that I have a, a multi sling that has purge water on it, so that's helpful. Uh, the last element I found so far is plasma, and I haven't had a weapon. I haven't had a chance to actually use it. I think it, when you get hit with plasma, I think it ha- puts a status on you. It does a lot of damage, I think, too. Yeah, I can't remember what the status is. Maybe it's a dot over time that it hits you with but like either way i haven't like i haven't fired a weapon with plasma i have been able to dodge plasma because there's a couple of enemies that shoot plasma ravagers now have plasma cores and as opposed to shock cores oh i guess i'll take that as a hephaestus upgrade (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah they have they have plasma cores now so um oh yeah there is that one thing that i forgot that I don't even have it on my notes here, but the fact that now if you hit, if you, okay, let's say you have a canister of blaze and you hit it with one fire arrow, it causes a chain reaction now. So if you hit a, like a, like, you know, a target, that's the same element as your weapon. It causes a chain reaction. If you hit an acid container with an acid arrow, it'll blow up the acid container. If you hit a, a frost container with a frost arrow, it'll just blow it up in one hit. Which is pretty nice. I would say that's 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 pretty nice. It, it definitely helps with the fights for sure. Yeah, it, it does help upgrade. take down some. Yeah, it takes down some big machines pretty fast. Like so, like the bristlebacks can be a pain if you fight them flat out because they mm-hmm. they they take a decent amount of damage. However, you hit that little canister on the back, and you know that takes away most of their health. So especially if you hit both. I watched a video of somebody 
you had they had full concentration and there was a herd of those fire fang horn things mm-hmm. and they shot each of their blaze containers before the first one even blew up and the whole thing just exploded. That's awesome. I wish I had yeah. that kind of precision. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, like I said, they, they had full concentration. So, uh, so um, we did mention armor before and that humans have armor now. So not just machines have armor. Humans have armor. And this is like, this is part of the human combat that actually matters. Like you actually have to pay attention to who you're going to fight, you know, and then it also gives you more of an incentive to be stealth because, you know, if you come across two enemies that have armor and you're not the best with the hands and the feet, you may <laughs> put yourself in trouble, especially if they have shields, like they, they have energy shields sometimes too, on top of the, the armor. So it makes them more resilient. But like I said, acid is great against armor and it helps to knock them off. You know, they also wear headgear. Now I was going to say mm-hmm. helmets, but they're not really helmets. The headgear. Either way, you can't. Most of your bows cannot one-shot them if they're if they're using headgear. There is a precision bow that can shoot through armor. There's actually a precision bow that can shoot through people. Is it like the basic precision bow, or is it an upgraded no, one? No, it's, oh, okay. an, it's another one. It's a. It, the symbol is completely different. Like the symbol isn't just a precision arrow. It's a precision arrow going through something. So like it, it, the symbol itself looks different. It's like piercing damage, and you can have like I said, there is there's one that that specializes in piercing armor, and there's one that will pierce through. Like it'll if you shoot one person, the bow goes through and hits the second person. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there are. I just the weapon I found. And we're going to talk about weapons for in a minute. But the weapons I found, like the combination of bows, oh, sorry, of ammo for that particular bow that I'm talking about, just doesn't make sense for me. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense for me as a as the way I play the game. It'd be nice to use, but I'm not going to use it just to, for that one feature. Yeah, I do have a precision bow that I use because it's still super effective if you get headshots, and even if they're wearing a helmet, it's just a one two shot. All uh, right, yeah. Well, the thing is, I always try to go stealth, so. Shooting somebody in the head twice, you know, will usually give them enough time to alert and alert everybody else. So that's why I haven't been doing it. Like, I, I try to stealth those people, if possible. They get or half alert I, yeah. for me. Also, like, I, you're right. Yeah, because the stealth kill is, like, one and done. Yeah, exactly. So, um, one thing uh, that I did not like with the combat is the addition of these special attacks and the valor surge. And I get, I understand why they did it. Cause they wanted to add more to combat, but honestly, I feel like it starts to make the game a bit too complex. Like I have not used I, out of all the special attacks. I've used like two of them. And most of the time I forget to use them. The only one that I use on a regular part is the multiple is the multi arrow, the multi notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used it yeah, in the previous game. So, yeah, I hardly used the Valor Surge. The first one that I had equipped, it was the first one I unlocked, it was really stupid and it didn't help me at all. But I kept using it like, oh, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to use it. It had to do with stealth. That's uh, what it was. Where you, where you were almost invisible. Yeah. Yeah. But I would just use it in battle because I was like, I forget what this is. So I'm just going to use it now. Maybe it'll help me. It, it didn't. And I always change it by accident with the triple notch to the volley of arrows 
instead of that. And I always forget how to change it. So then I'm like, well, now I'm stuck with this. I used the volley of arrows a few times and like they just didn't do enough damage for me. So I'm just like. They never go where I want them to go. (laughs) (laughs) I miss everything with them. One, I did a volley of arrows and it rained down. This was still when I was playing on hard. Maybe on normal it's different, but I was like, I did a volley of arrows. Each, every arrow hit somebody, the, the person and he still didn't die. So, but I still do do the the notch, the, the arrow notch, which I still feel like that should be a skill, like a just unlockable just a skill. Regular in general. skill, because you have to use stamp stamina or whatever the heck that bar the weapon is. stamina, yeah, yeah the weapon that, stamina. And then when I'm running out of weapons, I run out of weapon stamina, especially if I'm fighting a big machine. I'm like, ugh, this sucks. Like you know, it's just it was a downgrade for me. Like I guess yeah. I, I so like I know one of the, the like the shredder gauntlet right has a one of these special moves where um it will shoot three shredders out at mm-hmm. one time and like i do it sometimes and other two just don't hit anything yeah <laughs> and it's just like it feels like a waste like it, they made these special moves that really don't do much you know like it, they, when you're in a fight they're not they're not as effective as they should be uh, you would probably do more damage just continuing your normal attacks and switching out the weapons. Like it feels very unnecessary and just adds complexity to the game. Very few of them really feel like they're, 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 they're helpful. And the Valor Surge, which is what you were talking about, I was using one that increased like the damage on my bow and the range and, you know, how quickly I can pull it back. And that was okay. The one I'm using now. It does an AOE shock attack. That's actually pretty helpful. Like it does like a high powered AOE shock attack. And that one, that one's been more helpful. But the other ones I was using, it's like, you know, like I was using that one. Another one increases like critical hits. Uh, like I'm trying to think like what do the health ones do? Like what are the health ones I think just help you regenerate health and not even that fast. Like especially on hard. I will put it on and then I'm fighting a machine and like it will be like ticking my health back up and then the machine will just knock it all away. You yeah. Know? Well, you have to remember, you also have to upgrade those. They I, I'm not sure where you're going to talk about these trees, but like the there's so many things to upgrade. I feel like everything in this game became overwhelming. They d- tried to do everything and a lot of it is great, like the adventuring stuff and and the assistance that you have when you're looking for things and the pulse and the climbing and, and all of that. It's it's great. But when you're in battle, there's so many complicated things that I never use the right thing in the right moment, especially with traps. I hardly use traps now because I'm a dummy yeah. and I roll into them and now they they cause damage. Yes, traps. You can be damaged by your own traps. Like I, I the last time I put a trap down. I put down one of the vertical traps that they have now so that you can get the flyers and I put it down and then a snap mall, like the snap mall that I was fighting saw me and it's charging me. And I turn around and I try to run past it. I run right into it and <laughs> it blows up and I die. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. That's uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll edit that out. That's Good fine. job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, like that's you're right. Oh, some of the stuff like this is what I was talking about. Some of the things are like too complex. Like the Valor surges don't add much to the game. I do think the animations are funny because some of them are like very Power Rangers esque. Like you know. Oh yeah, she just like yeah. turns her head and wipes her face or whatever, and just gets back into battle. That was the that, stealth one. 
or like no uh that that she wipes her face the wipe the wipe the face one i think is the arrow one is the one that Same. does more damage the stealth one is when she takes like the device and throws it on her arm and hits some buttons on it like oh, but uh, the way yeah. she yeah, it, that's it's very power rangers-esque like some of the animations for it what they need to do though is they need to pause all of the action around you while you're doing it because what it means because they don't do that they slow the action down they don't completely pause it oh, because no. if if you're like it could be it could be great as a last second thing you do before an attack but if something's in the middle of attacking you like close to you you might get hit during the animation while it's going on so yeah it's <laughs> i think that that's it but like you know the Valor Surges, I'm not a huge fan of. Like, most of the time, I forget I have it. Uh, I, like I said, I have been using the Blast one a bit more than I was the others. But, yeah. Most of them, they just get, they don't even, like, it's not like they're super moves or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. Actually, the one I have is the closest thing to a super move. The other ones are kind of just like, they give you, like, big buffs while you're fighting. You yeah. Know? Uh, it's just, there's too many things. I can't even keep track of what element I have to use in battle. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like have to relook and tag like like uh, I I wish they would let you tag multiple items cuz you can only tag one at once, right? One one item on a machine. No, you can tag multiple. Oh, you parts. can tag multiple crap. Yeah, you can tag multiple. Yeah. I just assumed that then. Well, then never mind. Ignore what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, no, you can definitely tag multiple machines, but yeah, I, think, I do think these special attacks and the Valor Surge add a bit more. They added, they just add complexity to that the game did not need for the combat, and you don't you don't need to use them. They don't have that. They don't have massive huge impacts on your fights. Like, like I said, mo- like most of the time, the only reason I'm even unlocking a lot of these is just to have the tree unlocked. You know, mm-hmm. just to have some of the other status unlocks. You know, and I guess I might as well just talk about the skill system now, but. It doesn't feel as helpful as the previous skill system because when you were looking at the previous skill tree, it's like, okay, I want that ability. I want this ability. I want that ability. This one, no. It's like, I'll take the the, the survival tree, for for example. Like, that, that's your health tree for, for, you know, for the most part. Where it almost, almost everything on that tree only activates when you're in low health. Yeah. You know, you can do more damage in low health. You're faster in low health. You take less damage in low health. Like, no, like, give me something else. <laughs> you know, I, I need something that's a bit more, like, active. Because yeah. I'm rarely, at least on normal, I'm rarely in low health. I'm always healing myself up, you know. I'm always in low health because I didn't realize the berry thing was a thing. But <laughs> Yeah. If I'm low health, I'm not low health for that long. That's the problem. Yeah. it's know? But you're right. It's a, nothing feels impactful. When I first got into the tree, though it might not have been super big and super pretty and gem looking or whatever the heck they were doing this time, I was like, this will give me more resources when I loot enemies. I want that. Like... This is concentration, so it'll slow down the time. I want that. This will have me override a machine for forever. I want that. But instead, they're just such minor updates that then collect over a period of time. And maybe they wanted to do that to maybe spread out the upgrades so you're not overpowered very super on. But they don't feel impactful because they don't do much when you get just one. Like, I never upgrade when I have one skill point. In the last game, I got. 
enough to unlock something, I'm like, oh, heck yeah. yeah. Now I'll have like 13 and be like, oh, shoot, I got to upgrade stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, not one big help was the fact that you could see everything together. And now you can't. Like, you can only look at one tree at a time. And another thing is that different weapons are attached to different skill trees. So you may have a weapon that you want to use. But the skill tree that it's on is not one that you want to upgrade because you don't want to waste any points. Like, for example, the rope caster is on the skill tree for trapping. I don't use traps. Mm -hmm. So the only reason I'm putting skills on traps, on trapping, is because I want to be able to get to the rope caster stuff. Like, I want the ropes to last for longer. Or I want this rope to be able to pierce armor or something like that. Which, uh, rest in peace, the rope caster. Woof. Yeah, it's. Oh man, yeah. I was gonna talk about that when I got the weapons because they—it is a shame what they did to that beauty. Like, first of all, it takes forever to tie mm-hmm. something down. Mm-hmm. Then they break out of it so fast. They break out, of, but it takes forever to tie anything down. The rope caster is more effective when you have the elemental ropes. I will yeah. say that the elemental ropes are helpful. Like, so I was fighting. A new beast. I'm not gonna. That, like, I'm not. Gonna, I, I'll. I'll leave that one up for surprise for people until we get there. By the time we get to it, you should have fought this thing already. But um, you know, I was fighting a new beast that is uh, weak to shock, and I just put a ton of shock ropes into it, and the the shock ropes are doing these like dots over. You know, the, the damage over time to it while I'm actually fighting it, and that was like super helpful. Um. There, you can also have a rope caster. So, like, one of the ammo types is, like, you'll shoot a rope into the enemy, and it'll take a canister of an elemental type to the enemy. Like, so you, you shoot the rope, the canister goes up the rope, and then you shoot the element, you shoot the element, and it'll blow up. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah, so that's cool, too. But, wasn't, like, the rope. Wasn't there, hmm? like, a rope caster upgrade, too? Because I didn't use it before I got this. But do you have to shoot and then shoot down like you do have to do with the tripwire? No. In order to pierce armor, sometimes you have to charge it fully. Like, you have to charge it now. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of the tripwire where there's an ability where you can just blast it and it does two at once. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yes, there is. Okay. There is that, yeah, that, there is an, uh, an upgrade for that. But, yeah, this one, like the rope cast are just a straight up ropes, like... Because that was like the go-to strategy for bigger machines, and maybe it, it just made things a little too easy. Um, yeah, but like because they stay even fighting a Thunderjaw on normal. The first Thunderjaw I fought was on hard, and oh man, that was rough. But like the like the second one I fought was on normal, and it's still, you know, the fact that the rope like I'm shooting ropes in it to it to shoot to to tie it down, and it's just like barely doing anything. I'm using like uh, frost elemental and you know stuff like that, and it's barely doing anything. So they definitely want you to fear the big machines a bit more. And I think we we had some casualties <laughs> on the weapons, uh, you know, because of it. So I mean, we might as well talk about the weapons now. Uh, one upgrade is that instead of having, I think before you could have twelve weapons available total, now you can have eighteen total if every slot you have has three. Uh, ammo types on it. So I'm sorry, you, you can have six weapons, but you know, three ammo types on each. So you have 18 possible combinations that you can do. I was confused. I was like, there was four slots before and now there's six. What do you mean? Yeah. So you're going to have 18 like 
you know, the types of damage that you can do at any given time. Not types of damage, but you get what I'm saying. Like 18 mm-hmm. things. Like, you know, take 18 ammo types, uh, which is nice. So that will say that is definitely an upgrade. But other than that, the way they've been, ha- they handle the weapons, I'm not a fan of. Uh, there's too many combinations. There's too many types of weapons. This is not Borderlands. It is not. <laughs> Please stop. Like, it, it's frustrating because you'll get one weapon that you'll get a weapon that has one ammo type you like, and then you don't care about the other ammo types, right? So the first fire bow I got had fire and acid on it, mm-hmm. but I already had acid arrows, you mm-hmm. know, on my other bow. So it didn't make a ton of it didn't make a ton of sense to me to 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 use, and then different vendors carry different weapons, and I get the 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 you know the lore aspect of that and why it makes sense from a game world perspective. But if I'm going to look for a specific weapon, I need to know where to get it. Like you come across vendors all the time. Like there's been weapons I've seen, but I didn't have enough money to get at the time, and I'm like, man, like. Where did I see this weapon? Because now I have the money to go get it. I'm just like, dude, like, I'm just, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I'm just not a fan of the way they handled the 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 weapons. Uh, I was, I, as soon as, so I got a bow that had the original ammo stack from the first game. It had hunter arrows, had fire arrows, and then it had a hard point arrows. Mm-hmm. I was literally so excited. As soon as I got it, Christina, I came to your stream to tell you that I got it. That's like, that's like, that I was so excited about. I was like, oh, finally, like I, I have because I didn't think hardpoint arrows existed. I did not think they existed in this game. I found a bow that had it, and now I'm actually passing up better bows because they don't have hardpoint arrows. Have, on them. Yeah, the yeah. choices that they have are so weird and confusing, especially coming off of just playing the last game. Yeah, nothing makes sense. And maybe if I had like four years to sit on it and like the, I'm coming in almost fresh to this game, maybe then I'd be like, oh, OK, yeah, look at this new combat system. But just the amount of changes that they made, it just makes no sense. And I think we were talking about this before, but there is no indefinite that I've seen up like override upgrade. And it's like, if she had that ability to do that before, why can she not now do that? Like, why? How is yeah. that taken out? Yeah, that is not that's that's nothing with the machines that she can no longer indefinitely override. So it's like before I would override a machine indefinitely. We kill all the other machines. I go about my business. Now I kind of just stick around and then start attacking it so I can kill it. Because I know as a fact, like it's going to it's going to come back after me if I have to come back into this area. So why leave it? Yeah, that is frustrating. Do I they, will say. Wait, do machines stay forever? So depends. Like it depends how far away you go. It really depends oh, okay. how far away you go. But if I go through an area and I don't have to come back, like I might as well just kill the machine now, right? Yeah, that makes sense. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll probably dig into that a little bit more once we talk about like um the machines a little bit. But the the weapons like they introduced a few new weapons. The spike thrower, which honestly, it's not a. I thought it was a weapon that throws spikes. It is not. It's a javelin. I'll be honest with you. I've used like hardly any of the new weapons. I'm so set in my old oh, ways. Really? Yeah, I yeah, should. The spike, the spike thrower is nice. I mean, yeah. like this. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, I maybe they mean the thing that the spike is attached to is technically speaking a thrower, but we just call it. It's a javelin. That's what it is. It is a javelin. <laughs> 
All right. Well, well, listen, listen. They don't have all of this old world knowledge. Okay, <laughs> they can name it whatever they want. Okay, sure. So, <laughs> but it has different tips. Like one of the of the spike throwers tips is a drill, and so it knocks like uh, machine parts off. I will say, there's way more ways to tear uh, pieces off of a machine now. Yeah. So it can drill uh, parts off. It also you know what it does better that the tear blast does not do? It take, it puts them into a like a down status or a knockdown status faster. Oh, okay. Um, especially, and that's another thing, you can put multiple into a machine at one time versus like a tear blast arrow. Like, yeah, it really wasn't going to happen too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's explosive tips too, and they're super helpful. Super helpful. Uh, the bolt, bolt blaster, I thought it was in the previous game before though. I think they might have just renamed it. I don't think it was called the Bolt Blaster before. It was a there was a weapon that was kind of like the Bolt Blaster, where it just shoots multiple arrows pretty quickly. Like it's like a it's like a semi-automatic like arrow launcher, but it just it shoots bolts now. The only weapon I didn't really use was like the the lightning rod or whatever the heck it was called. Storm Slinger. Storm Slinger. I don't remember any rapid. It, they had one in Zero Dawn. Huh. My favorite. Of all the new weapons, Shredder Gauntlet. Because using it is a mini game in itself. It is awesome. Like, it, 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 like, so if you have not used the Shredder Gauntlet, or when you finally get one, it's like Tron. Like, you charge it up and you throw this disc at the enemy, right? It's going to spin inside the enemy and then come back. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't just come back to you. You have to catch it. So it's going to come back in your direction, but you either need to move to the left or to the right or move back and catch it. Like You have to physically catch it with your hand or catch it with the device, and then you can throw it back. Every time you throw it back, it gets more powerful. Like You'll see on the screen, every time you catch it, it gets another dot on it, and it gets more powerful. And on the third attack, the third, like, so the, th- the third time you catch it, or the second or third time you catch it, it will do something different if it hits the enemy again. So like what it'll do is like I had one that it would hit the enemy spin and then explode, cause a huge explosion. I had one that it would sh- it would just do more shock damage basically to him. It'd do a ton of shock damage to him. I had one where if you hit them the third time with this disc, it would cut off whatever part it hit. It is the most fun weapon that I've had because I love, like, I'll have these big machines in the background, like, you know, like chasing me and fighting me. And here I am chasing after the disc so I can catch it. <laughs> you know. What is that game? So, wing Jammers? You're playing yeah, wind, wind, jammers. wind Jammers in, in Horizon. Yeah. I mean, both of those are old references. If you played like Wind Jammers, like when it first came out, <laughs> you know. But I I just thought of Tron because that's what it reminded me of. But the Shredder Gauntlet is my absolute favorite weapon. I have actually used that a decent amount. I I don't go out and catch the discs because I keep forgetting and I'm usually panicking when I'm fighting something that I'm using it on. But it is regardless a fun weapon, even if it just like that one throw does a lot. Yeah, it, it does. So, I mean, some of the weapons, some of the Shredder Gauntlets, you have to catch it at least one time for it to be useful. Like if you just mm. throw it out and it hits and you don't catch the first one, it barely does any damage. But others, like sometimes you can just get one hit and it's fine. Uh, there's a bunch of, I don't want to say a bunch of new ammo types, but there's several new ammo types. Like I said, there's that, there's the, like the piercing uh, arrows. There's the double, like the ones that will shoot straight through somebody. There's adhesive 
uh, now that you can shoot and like stick enemies to the ground? Did you use that? Nope. That's that is helpful. That's more helpful with big machines than the rope caster if you want to keep somebody in place. But it's harder. It's still like you got to remember, like as soon as you get a status on something, the status is going to change. So as soon as you if you stick it down and then you start building up the frost status, as soon as the frost status is on, the it adhesive goes is away. gone. Okay. Exactly. So that's the thing. Because with the rope caster, you could tie him down, put frost on him, and then like go pick some berries if you wanted to, and then come <laughs> back to the fight. Like especially if you have the carja, under the carja, but like the 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 lodge rope caster. So yeah, like they, I I I do like the fact that they added new weapons. I like what the new weapons do. I don't use the bolt blaster because it's just not my style. I do like it. I just don't like how they have too many variations of the weapon. Mm. It just does not make sense. It doesn't make sense to have that many. Uh, you know, if anything, if you wanted to do that, let me go to the workbench and build my own. Yeah, that would. Yeah. If you want to do that, let me go to the workbench and build my own. That's what I would say about that. So, and speaking of the workbench, I was gonna say <laughs> ne- we should we should jump to that because I have a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah. So, uh, the work. Yeah, let's just talk about the workbench real quick because it, it really affects the crafting system in general, right? Like, crafting in general in this game has changed a lot. It, it, it changed a lot. So weird. Uh, yeah, like. The, the the workbench, like all of your weapon upgrades have to be done there. All of your pouch upgrades have to be done there. Like you can't do that. You can't just like get the, you know, the resources and then upgrade, you know. I do have a skill that allows me to craft ammo for cheaper at workbenches, which is really helpful. But yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not anti-workbench, but like, I'm just like, eh, like. <laughs> this is one of those things where I'm like, she could just do things on her own before. So why right. is this something that has to be introduced? I understand it's definitely more like limiting. It'll it'll make sure people will come back to towns more often, X, Y, and Z. But to me, stuff like upgrades like this make no sense when in the first game she could just do it on her own. That's part of the problem that a lot of the stuff like they made the they made her less capable or made the player less capable after the first game right it'll be yeah, yeah that's that's that, that is part of the problem with some of these uh changes that they've made they it feels like they they're not quite they're, they're whatever the opposite of quality of life improvements unquality <laughs> you <know>? of life <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um so the one thing i do appreciate is the new job system they have the fact that when you put a job out on like let's say you want to upgrade your pouch you want to upgrade a weapon uh, not only does it show up in the menu, but on the map itself, it shows you where the resources that you want are. So that's actually super helpful now. Yeah. Uh, and every time you get a certain resource, it tells you what upgrades you can get with that. You know, so that's nice. So I do appreciate that. I mean, they and they definitely took crafting to like an extreme because now you even have to craft overrides for some stuff. Like Oh yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, after like, you know, before you just go to a cauldron and you get the override. Now you go to a cauldron, you can get some overrides, but then some of the overrides are corrupted. And you have to go out and get parts from those machines to complete their overrides. And they're usually bigger machines. Ravagers, 
bellowbacks, um, snap maws. Now, the one thing I will say is interesting and I appreciate is the way machine parts work now. That some parts are not viable after a machine is dead. So you have to break the parts. So here, you have to do this. Either you have to break the parts off before they die, or in some cases, you have to kill a machine without hitting certain parts or destroying certain parts. Did you did you catch that yet? Oh, I haven't. I haven't. Or I haven't so, tried because I remember I was really upset because I didn't have the burrower thing. And I'm like, sound, I've killed. Yeah. yeah, I've killed so many of these. And then I didn't realize it was like a part attached to it that I had to take off. So, yeah, yeah, it would. The, the sound shell specifically, because that's actually how I found out about it, because I'm like, how do I get these sound shells? And I was like, where is the sound shell on the burrower? Because now you can see all these parts. And so I'm scanning for the sound shell. And then I read destroyed on death or on kill or something like that. I was like, oh, I got to break it off ahead of time, you know? And they tell uh, you that, too, in the beginning of the game, because you need to get, like, antlers or something. I don't know. So uh, it, Charger horns, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's something that they tell you, but I, it's just, I'm like, okay, cool, horns. It's not something I thought of past that point. Right. Well, the thing is, like, you have to read, use this focus to read each component to see which ones are destroyed on death and, mm -hmm. and not because some of the components just aren't. Like, they're just there. So that's what you kind of have to figure out. I think bellowbacks and snap maws are two of the big, big exa examples of machines that you can't destroy certain parts of them in order to get parts. So if you want bellowback sack webbing, you cannot pop the juice holders them which is one of the primary ways you destroy a bellowback i think i think if you destroy one you're okay you're okay yeah because i you, you saying that now i had to get that from one and i didn't realize that and i destroyed the one on the back and then it died before i could destroy the one on the front and i got the item well something you got to be careful because sometimes when you destroy one of the sacks it's a big enough explosion to start the process on the back one yeah, well, so. that was my intention. I didn't, I didn't realize that I wasn't supposed to do that until this moment. <laughs> so yes, bellbacks like that. Snap maws also have that sack underneath their, like, like around their throat. That's how they spit the ice at you. Mm -hmm. That's one of the primary ways to kill a snap maw. <laughs> you know, was to blow that thing up and make it frost. So yeah, like that. That does make hunting more interesting. That does. You know, so, I mean, they, I will also say that uh, crafting parts, like, require way more animal parts now, especially, like, for the oh. like, resource pouch and stuff like that. So, yeah, going out and actually hunting animals, yeah, you know, that's something to do. But that's more randomized. Like, depending on how many you kill, you know, will determine how, like, well, the drop rates. They have drop rates for certain things. But the machines is like, oh, you need this specific part of the machine? Knock it off before you kill it. Mm -hmm. You know? So, I do like that. I do like that part of the crafting system. And I don't mind the, the the crafting overrides thing. I mean, I don't mind it. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, like I think I do think it's nice. So I do like the crafting system for the for the most part. Yeah, it's just the workbench is so weird. And and you're right, the override thing that makes sense as well. I think where it's like, oh, this data is corrupted. That's why I have to go. Like that makes sense. Yeah, the crafting bench yeah. does not. But it's not annoying per se 
So I don't really want to complain about it. It just doesn't make sense to me. That's all. No, I, I feel you. Yeah. And like, you know, with the machines, I mean, I kind of have my, my big thing to talk about the machines here was how you have to kind of break parts off of them. But other than that, like yeah. fighting the machines is still pretty much the same. The focus gives you more information because it tells you if you want to take away abilities, which parts you want to destroy. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it tells you what ability you get rid of. Uh, I don't think it does. It just has it just has ability removal. I wish it told you what ability you get rid of because sometimes you don't want to get rid of all the abilities. Like you, you like for example, like Ravagers on a regular basis. I will make like I uh, won't get rid of all the guns because I don't want them constantly on top of me. You know, right? That you know, so so it would be nice to know which abilities you're actually getting rid of. Um, one big change they made to machines is that you can mount more dangerous machines now if you want to. Like, you know, before you just had the chargers and the striders and, you know, all these these like machines that you could just ride on a little bit. Now you have the charger, but like I right now I'm riding a bristleback. That's what I'm riding, a fire bristleback. And Sick. that thing is that thing is funny, man, because like when you're not riding it, it goes back to doing whatever it does in the wild normal. So it'll just like start walking around it'll eat something and then they'll throw up like a pod or something like that and the pod has shards in it <laughs> like it'll just throw it up and it's on fire because of the fire bristleback um i was riding an acid claw strider i was I, and that's a nice one if you're going to take it into battle but if if you if you are worried about losing it that's a different story mm-hmm. that was the nicest one i had to take into battle with me the, the fire bristleback is nice don't get me wrong but like the acid claw strider like it's i mean it's nice that that is really really nice so i do like that that you can ride you know different machines now you know besides just the regular riding ones like they i think they want you to do riding combat more cuz there's even buffs that make you stronger when you're on the mount. Oh, right. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I mean, but like machine combat, but they, they just have a bunch of new machines. I'm definitely not going to go through all, all of them here. One, because I haven't finished the game. I don't want to spoil myself. All the different <laughs> new different types of machines. There was one that I thought was funny because it's not a real, it's not a real animal. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's like a, a legendary animal, like, you know, like a folklore animal. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, really? Like, I was like, this is funny. It's my favorite. Like, That's my favorite like, one so far. <laughs> Fighting it was annoying. And I was like, I love you so much. You're so cute. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Like, I was just like, wow. And actually, like, the mission that you saw was not the first mission I saw. It. So you'll really? see it again. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. It, it was, again, annoying <laughs> to fight, but it was so cute. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it was it was funny. I mean, now they just opened the doors. Can I get a Godzilla monster, please? Like, you know, a machine, a King Kong machine. There you go. Actually, I'm 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 a little afraid to actually see gorilla machines now. I mean, bears are bad enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? that's true. Uh, I will say one of my biggest disappointments because you do fight fire and frost claws, and neither one of them pile drive. Neither one of them pile drive still. They do all these other wrestling moves. That's its attacks. Its attacks are wrestling moves. <laughs> like that thing where it runs and then it jumps and it tries to elbow you. Like that yeah. is a, <laughs> a wrestling move. And it, I'm like, come on now, just make her make it pile drive me right. when it grabs me. You know, so yeah, it, it is funny. But man, they need to pile drive. They need to pile drive. I, I, I'm disappointed. I am disappointed. I know it's only been like a week and you've been working on the game for years, but come on now. <laughs> 
great minds are supposed to think alike, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, this part, so this thing that we just did where we kind of talked about the changes and what we like, what we don't like, that was literally supposed to take 20 minutes. It's been 90. So <laughs> that's going to be the end of this episode. Uh, on the on the next episode, we're actually going to get started with the game proper, which you won't have to wait too long for that because since we missed our target last week for release, we're going to release two episodes this week. And then we're going to get started with the beginning of Horizon Zero Dawn. Catch up with Aloy a little bit. See how much time has passed. You know, a couple faces, a couple, couple friendly faces. You never know, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, even like the, with the stuff that we're kind of like, you know, the stuff that we don't like too much, we're still really enjoying the game so far. Yeah. Uh, it's a great I mean, I know, game. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely a great game. You know, a lot. some of the bugs that we're coming across, like, I mean, you know, I normally give devs a pass for depending on like the type of bug it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'll give I'll give passes. But like, you know, now you got to give extra passes because, you know, they've been working in the pandemic. You could definitely see the game is just not as polished as they probably wanted it to be. Yeah. You know, because it definitely like Horizon Zero Dawn definitely was way had way less bugs on release. So uh yeah um that we're just dealing with that like nothing game breaking so far really you know i think the so. audio portion was frustrating I, I i did have to restart the game because of the audio but yeah i haven't gotten too stuck i have gotten stuck but not like stuck in a tree like the last game so right yeah yeah i i i, I think i'm trying to think if i've ever had to like reload or do anything i don't, I don't think so but the bugs are more just like annoying quality stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, like I said, we're going to get started with the game proper on our next episode. But for now, I'd just like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you want to keep up with this show and find out what's going on with the rest of the network, you can follow us at twitter.com slash the mash network. Uh, Christina, where can they find you? You can find me at s'mores pop tart on Twitter and on Twitch. I'm also the host of another podcast on the network called Wonders Tales, and we talk about Final Fantasy 14 content. So live letters, main story, you know, whatever. Gotcha. And you can follow me on Twitter at Josh Stradamus, and sometimes I stream on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Uh, we would love to have you join our community on Discord, which is mash.gg slash Discord. We do have channels there for Horizons Zero Dawn and Forbidden West. The chatter has picked up a bit since the game came out uh, we do have spoiler channels if you're worried about either getting spoiled or spoiling the game for somebody else uh, and we encourage you guys to reach out to us too with the comments and questions so please do so in the discord or you can do so on twitter or you can email us at contact at mash.gg and uh, if you enjoy the show one of the best ways to do that is to share the show with others and also to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice and if you want to take your support a bit further, you can join us uh, you can, or you can go to mtb.gg support and you can find all the different ways to support matches buttons, including Patreon. Uh, we have a Teespring store that has merch. Uh, you can give us a Twitch subscription or do a Twitch subscription. Uh, we have Humble, Humble Bundle affiliate links and a one-time PayPal donation link as well. So, uh, you know, I encourage you guys to stay tuned after the show to hear more about Mash Those Buttons and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.
Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash discord. 